Hello, and welcome to Manifesting the Neville Way. I'm Mara Braziel, and this content focuses on the basics of Law of Assumption as defined and taught to the world by Neville Goddard. I'm your mindset coach in this creative space, and I invite you to subscribe and remain connected with how to effectively manifest your desires. So let's go a little bit today into what Neville teaches us regarding the bridge of incident. He says, if you've prayed rightly, if you have formed the impression from your conscious mind, your conscious mind's desire of your belief or your desire and assumption about a thing being yours, when you properly impress that onto the subconscious mind, that is the proper expression of prayer. And that consists of not just desiring a thing, but forming a vision, a visual of what exactly that thing looks or feels like, or both. Knowing that because you can actually form the vision of it in your mind's eye, and you can feel your way into that vision, that thin veil between life in the 3D and that expression of life in the 4D, if you can merge the two, form the vision, see it in your mind, have a feeling state about it, and then a bonus, if you can actually take that into sats, the state akin to sleep, that is successfully impressing it into the uh, request for that prayer to be made manifest. That is essentially how effective prayer looks. And then holding firm to that belief that that is the thing that you will soon experience in the Ford, in the 3D, that that is the effective form of prayer. Once you have solidified that thing, prayer, everything up until the point where you're actually physically and tangibly in this five sensory space of the 3D experiencing that thing you want here is called the bridge of incident. What happens along the bridge of incident can be a bit tricky and unnerving. Sometimes you're fortunate enough to have a calm, relaxed path along the way between the successful impression of your desire into the subconscious, i.e. prayer, and the actual physical manifestation that your five senses can detect here in this 3D world. But because of the strong anti-beliefs that we have about these big things that we formed, um, in our minds as being able to have, it then begins to make that bridge feel very rocky. Either that bridge can be firm and solidified or it can feel very unstable. What do I mean by that? There are times when you start to see things pop up that are anti what you are rightly prayed for and you are one believing for it so firmly that you can sense it right here and right now two you're also maintaining that mental diet that says i am aligning my thoughts and my beliefs to only entertain the fact that that thing is successfully mine and yet with all of that you're still seeing things that don't align with what you're desiring or what you want to feel or experience in the moment 
Those are times where the old belief system is running adjacent to the new belief system. And because there are competing stories going on, i.e. competing software being uh, being run in the background, something is going to run in a corrupted state, if you will. So if you think about software with computers, if you've got one software that now overrides a previous software, but they're still installed in the same system, the, the hardware itself doesn't necessarily know what to do with either of those systems. So you run into problems where unfortunately there are conflicts and it, it usually shuts something down. It makes something difficult in the technology space. It's the same or very similar in our world. So you've got this old story that you're working to flush out through affirmations and building the new beliefs about who you are, where you desire to be, the who of the I am. And you've still got the new story um, that's running with that too. In this new story, you're working very persistently in carving out the you that you desire to be. And there are times when along that bridge of incident, you've got that conflict of two stories that are pushing up some new things that you're affirming and some old things that are being flushed out. So those can be the times where it can be easy to waver and lose faith and lose the desire to persist through it. When you feel like, oh, this new thing isn't working for me. That's typically, typically how things have worked out for me. I have given it what I called my best shot years ago. And when it didn't, you know, immediately show me some sign of the resolution I was intending for, I became very deflated and felt like something was wrong with me. When realistically, I just needed to know how to process the new belief system, how to persist past the old belief system, and then maintain the faith and the vision of the thing that I wanted. So again, everything between the proper impression of your prayer versus the end state where you're living in that fulfilled wish is called the bridge of incident. And not only do you have these competing stories potentially along the way, but you just, again, you have, you have the work of keeping that mental diet going where you're, again, um, consistently dwelling in that state of the new man versus the old man. This is a time that's very sensitive because again, you're wanting to persist past the point of the, the need to go back into the old story because it's very easy to find yourself slipping back into the old man state because the ego starts to remind you of all the things it's cataloged over all your lifetime, the experiences that you have, and it finds the perfect time to shoot the new narrative down. So this is the part, again, where you have to have bold belief, knowing who you are, knowing that what you desire is already in existence in the state of being that you are now becoming one with and persisting so that you know what it feels like when you cross the finish line, what that feels like, what it looks like. That is living in the wish fulfilled. What I'd like to share with you now is a recording that I've made. Yep, I'm one of those people who likes to 
in the moment, wherever I am, when a word hits me, I like to stop and record it, not just because I'm overwhelmed with so many other things in life and I may forget it, but because it's nice to go back in time and reference some of these things that captured me in those moments because sometimes they bring something important to you in the new moment that you're in. And so this is one that I happened to find that I recorded back on July 5th of 2021. And what I love so much about this one is that it really solidifies that feeling of how to surrender to the God that works through you, the God that you are one with the feeling of the wish fulfilled. Surrender yourself completely to that and understand that everything between you and Oz, Dorothy, is the bridge of incident. So we want to give honor to those things that happen because if you've done the prayer process correctly and you have the right vision and you have sufficient faith and you have bold persistence in believing the thing is going to be yours, then anything that pops up along that bridge of incident is supposed to be happening in your favor. All things are working in your favor. So we give thanks in all things. Again, that can be tough because in a human moment, you're experiencing things that feel very real and feel very anti what you desired to experience. But you have got to know that the importance of maintaining that faith and being persistent is the most important thing. So let me insert that recording and then we'll pick back up. Sitting here at my desk at home, listening to The Game of Life or How to Play The Game of Life and How to Play It by Florence Scovel Shin. Really, really enlightening book from 1925. So I'm sitting here thinking about uh, some of the stuff she said. And one thing that just came to mind is how we have to, once we put in an order for something by impressing it upon our subconscious, the God within us, we, of course, we hear people say, you've got to give it time to grow. You can't dig up the seed and then begin to wonder why it's not sprouting or, or making progress in the soil it was planted in because um, it's not in the fertile soil. It needs that. And I'm thinking about cooking. Uh, when we go to a restaurant, we put it in order. Once you put that order in, in the restaurant, you don't get to walk in the kitchen and, and ask the chef questions. What are you doing? What's going on back here? I want to see your process. Um, you know, walk me through what you're doing. You know, that would be nice, but that's an at home thing. When you're trusting that the order that you've placed is in professional and capable hands and clean hands, then that's that. There is, you're not allowed to interrupt the process, to disturb the process. Because for one, there's more than just your order being taken care of back there. Boom! Wasn't ready for that. I wasn't ready either, but the Holy Spirit's flowing through me, so I'm going with it. There's more than just your order back there. That is being prepared. And can you imagine the chaos in a busy kitchen in a very uh, uh, desirable or sought after restaurant where there's so much, we know about how chaotic it can be in, in, in those restaurants and in those kitchens, especially really, really um, high, high class restaurants. 
because there is an expectation about how things are to be done. There's an order, a system, and, and interrupting that can mean chaos and danger because there are a lot of dangerous things that happen back there. And you've got to follow the flow. You've got to, you've got to know what you're doing to be in there, first of all. And if you don't know what you're doing in there, you leave it in the capable hands that are there, enlisted to be there. But, you know, the vision just hit me. It was like, Myra, when you place an order for food, you're not allowed to peek in on, you know, walk up to the stove back there and open the top on the pots. We couldn't do that in our mama's kitchens. So we definitely can't do that in in restaurants and especially in a high end restaurant. And the Lord is serving us from a high end place. And he's teaching us things through other aspects of life. But when you place your order, you are not allowed in the kitchen. You know, just something that um, that I surrendered to the Lord brushed a path, brushed across my mind. Or I should say it was like the shooting star across the sky of my mind. And uh, my first instinct was to get all caught up in how I would normally react to something with that when I've not surrendered it to the Lord, which is to go uh, on the uh, scavenger hunt, looking for clues and playing Carmen Sandiego and where's Waldo and stuff. And that's not served me well in, in these cases, surrendering it to the Lord and allowing him to do what top chefs do. And that is to whip up something magical in an impressive time with impressive with impressive taste and expectations that is going to be amazing are always upon us if we go to a a five star restaurant a high end restaurant our expectations are grand because we know what they're capable of based on how they were trained right now god has no training god doesn't need to train God never needs to train. So why do we have more faith and, and higher expectations on what's coming out of that kitchen than we do what's coming out of the kingdom of God for us? My God, it's just because the way we've been programmed, humans are good at doing what we've been programmed to do. And unlearning, unlearning some of the things that we've been taught are so essential to building the right trust levels with the Lord. And that's demonstrating trust in ourselves. The fact that we can surrender something really means that's trust in ourselves to release something and have confidence, bold confidence, hallelujah, bold confidence that the Lord, our God, that we serve, will make it happen. We'll make it happen. We don't go in the kitchen, in the restaurant and offer the chef our advice. And well, this is how grandma used to make it. You know, is this how you could do it? Or this is, you need some help with that. We don't go offering ingredients. We don't offer to be Seuss chef. We sit our aspirin still at the table and we wait for the magic of that to come out. And God has given us the magic of eternity all in the now moment, all in the now moment. Can you handle it? Can you handle that? Can we handle it? I realize it's hard to wrap your mind around something so infinite, infinite. Hard to wrap your mind around something so infinite because we can see the beginning and end of most things in our lives, even our lives. But the reality is we didn't see ourselves coming here. 
and we won't know that we've left. Mm, another word, boom, from the Lord, hot off the presses. <laughs> we didn't see ourselves coming here and we know not the day or the hour, the minute nor the hour that we, we leave this great escape once it's upon us. So again, can you handle it? Can you wrap your mind around what infinity feels like? Our eyes can deceive us, but our feeling, the, the, the culmination of our senses and the things we, we experience and the things we have yet to experience and the unseen is the feeling. Can you handle it, the feeling of infinity? Woo, this is a word, thank you, Lord. <laughs> I love to listen to recordings that I've made previously because like in that one, I got all worked up about what it was that came to mind. And I do a lot of that. I record nuggets here and there, whether I am just waking up in the morning, just about to take it to sleep for the evening, driving I'm in the grocery store, I'm on break at work. It really doesn't matter if something comes across my mind as being noteworthy, I take a moment to pause and capture that because I know that even if no one else hears it later, I will be able to go back and reference it and, and bring some kind of perspective to me in that moment that I'm in currently. I had not necessarily been exposed to as much Neville Goddard as I was exposed to the traditional way of viewing the Bible. And still, a word is a word, especially when the Lord has given it to you. So it brought me some new perspective even now, and I certainly intend that it has brought some perspective to you as well. Thank you so much for listening. And again, should you be interested in connecting with me for more instruction or guidance on Law of Assumption, please feel free to follow the link below. And I thank you so much and look forward to us connecting once more.